Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, we love him, Quinn the Intern. Quinn, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be back on. The quintessential intern has returned. Oh, man, the quintessential intern. Man, I like that. Did I, I can't remember if I told you this last time we were on, but, uh, you know, so I'm uh, the fourth of my name. My, my actual, like, government name is not Bo, but that, but, you know, I'm the fourth of my actual legitimate name. And we, uh, my wife always said if we ended up having a son, that she wanted to name him Quinn as a nickname. He'd, he'd have the same, you know, the same family name, but he'd be the fifth. And so we'd name him Quinn or Quentin or something of that nature. But are you a fifth out of curiosity? I am not. I'm a, I'm just an oddity, you know, random name picked out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. It's a family name now. That's what matters. Yes, it is. Exactly. How are things going at the Squire, man? Rocking and rolling. I don't think we've slowed down since uh, Black Friday. So I've just been kicking out orders and... Putting stuff online, uh, coming up with new blends, all kinds of stuff. So it's been fun, but it's been busy, man. You know, one of the great things about kind of uh, getting a chance to sit down with with one of the, you know, quote unquote interns at the Squire. You know, man, you're you're like it's it's kind of a a joke to call you guys interns uh, whenever you know you and kind of your predecessors have come on on the show, because really there's kind of almost like a pseudo like apprenticeship. I mean, you you're out there, you're actually making some of the blends that are available right now at uh, the Country Squire. Uh, did I read this right? Polar Express is uh, is your creation? Yeah, yeah, that's one of mine. Yeah, we had a customer of ours ask, hey, could you make a hot chocolate blend? And I was like, yeah, sure, I could. So I, I came up with an iteration I just right off the cuff, and I smoked it, and I was like, this is good, but I think I could do a little better. So it only took like three different variations, and I, I nailed it on the head, and I was like, this is good. So I passed it to John David, and he fell in love, and we just said, man, we got to we gotta do this one. We were a little late for Christmas, but better late than never, you know. <laughs> Still yeah. cold weather, so it's like, <laughs> man, we got to get this in people's hands because I know a lot of people are suffering right now with the frigid north. No, I like that, man. The Polar Express has come in to warm us up a little bit. A little hot cocoa, man. That That's the thing. Winter goes far past Christmas, so I think uh, maintaining some of those uh, little... You know those little somethings that get us through this uh, this rough weather. Uh, I think my I think thoughts exactly. All for it, man. So I got I got to ask you this too before we kind of dive into the topic, and I don't want to get you in any trouble or anything like that. But you know, without without giving away too much or getting you in any trouble, any uh, any kind of new creations you're tinkering with right now? Oh yeah, we got something working in the pipelines. I think is really big, and I think it's in my opinion it's a little bigger than Merkwood. So Ooh. we'll we'll see. We'll Ooh. see. Okay. All right. Well, good deal with that. A little bit of tease. This is a great thing because John David never gives me anything until it's like already ready. So, I, like I said, you're 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 the uh, you're like the Tom Holland of the Country Squire. I can I can kind of ask <laughs> you some questions. I get a little 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 bit of spoilers, a little bit of spoilers out there. Well, man, I'm excited to have you on. We of course doing a top three this week, and uh, this is a really great one because we have never actually done a top three Burley blends. Now, uh, longtime listeners of the show know that the top three series kind of came in a little bit later into our, our run of the show. And uh, it was kind of our fun way to, to get a, get you know, get into like the most clickbaity type of content that's out there. And, uh, you know, we've had some fun with it. Now, as we've kind of launched into this year, we've kind of, you know, started uh, broadening some of the content that we're talking about, some of the subjects that we're talking about. And so top three might not always be uh, pipe tobacco related, but today definitely is. And man, with Quinn the intern here that I almost called Tim 
because I was getting flashbacks all of a sudden uh, with Quinn, with Quinn R- the intern. Wrong intern. Wrong intern. Wrong man. intern. Man. We, you know what we need? We need to have like baseball cards for all the interns we've had on the yeah for the Country Square Radio. Yeah, I, th- I think we can get some printed up, you know. That'd be I great. Think it'd be good. Put some stats on there. I like it, man. Well, you, uh, you're coming in to, uh, to help us choose the top three Burley blends. Now, I'm glad you're here because when I think of like top three, I, we were talking before the show, I was like, man, top three? Uh, I mean, like, you know, I like Dark Fired, but I mean, like, beyond that, there's not a whole lot of like true Burley blends that I really kind of consider like top three for me. You know, there's some great ones out there. And I know that Burley is, to some extent, the tobacconist's like secret ingredient, right? Yes, yes. It's used in a lot of things. How would you kind of describe it for kind of the listener who's a little bit unfamiliar with Burley? Especially since, you know, since Burley is in so many blends, what makes a Burley blend and what is Burley? Okay, so Burley is a really the quintessential, one of the quintessential American tobaccos. It's grown in the a lot in the tobacco belt. It's known for its high nicotine content, and it's also known for its nuttiness. And to what make like what makes a Burley blend is it just has to feature that a good proportion, at least you know, in a blend there ha- probably has to be somewhere between thirty percent and up of Burley used in that blend to make it a bl- Burley forward blend. Uh, a lot of times it's paired with things like Virginia's and Cavendish. And uh, sometimes you'll see things like Orientals and Periques and very small dosages in Burley blends. But it really is the like American tobacco. All right, man. So the all-American tobacco, This you, can, you could consider this the top three Burley blends, man. We're, we're kind of shooting for the, the top tier here. I, you know, it's interesting. I really, I'm, I was kind of excited to, uh, to dive into this. And the, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, I, I'm not even sure for me what I could really consider a Burley blend because it is featured so prominently. Why, why is it that Burley is such, you know, so readily used in so many different pipe tobaccos? It's just a, such a classic ingredient. It's just found in so many things just because there are so many people who like that, uh, who like that nicket. And there are some people who don't, who can't stand it, but it really is a fan favorite for a lot of people just because of that, that Nick hit and the flavor. A lot of people do like that nutty essence. And sometimes Burley is just so interesting because you'll get some things like coffee flavors and you'll get things like bourbon and rye and some Burleys. So it's, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's the man's tobacco, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like it kind of kicks it up a notch. If you're looking for that vitamin in, look no further than to to kick it up a little bit with Burley. All right, man, that's good. All right. So let's, let's dive into it. How how do you want to do this? Do you want to do like three, two, one? Do you have this in any kind of order or or what are you thinking? I I don't have it in any particular order. Just a disclosure, you know, I'm probably going to leave someone's favorite Burley blend out because there are just so many out there. I'm just going to spitball it. All right, let's go, man. All right. My first on my list is from our favorite, one of our favorite tobacconists, uh, Mac Barron, uh, out of Denmark. They have the Navy Flake. Oh, classic. Uh, and this is Flake flake Cut. Uh, the thing I really enjoy about this tobacco is even though it's a flake cut, it's really easy to rub out, really easy to pack a bowl. Another thing I really love about it is the smell. You open it up, crack that square style tin, and you have the smell of honey and dried fruit. It's very, it's very delicious. I mean, you just have your nose to it and be like, mmm. This blend is composed of Burley, Virginia, and Cavendish. Uh, like I said, it's easy to rub out and it's easy to stay lit. And this is like a really good tobacco just to sit back, relax, maybe enjoy uh, the company of your friends and drinks and 
just slowly smoke because it's it's actually has a nice friendly nick hit it's not on that heavy spectrum because of the virginias you're gonna get notes of like grass and hay almost like a tangy lemon but you're also gonna get that honey as well as molasses and as you smoke it you're you are gonna get some of that nutty but it's gonna be more on the peanut and cashews as well as you're going to be surprised and you're going to get some of that dark fruit like plum and apricot in it as well. It's a great sipping tobacco and it's a great all-day smoke. Yeah, man. Yeah, of course, Navy Flake is definitely a, a classic from our friends at Mac Baron. And uh, as you mentioned, that square 10, uh, you got that kind of maroon with the gold interior bands, but uh, pretty much just white and calling it what it is. The Mac Baron kind of regal. You got the Mac Baron lions there, uh, you know, in their kind of their regal banner. I got to tell you, though, it's interesting because ever since John David and I did our top three ten art, it's really caused me to like take a step back and not just look at what the modern ten art is, but like look at kind of the history ten art. And I don't know if you've ever seen like a classic Mac Baron Navy Flake ten, mm-hmm. but it looks so much cooler than the modern. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, those old tens, man, are uh, they're classic. If you can get your yeah. hand on one, definitely do it just for the just for the keepsake. Absolutely. And part of it, of course, is just because now you have to put the warning labels on and everything. But like, man, yeah. you look kind of back there. I, I've, if, <laughs> this is kind of an, a quick aside, but I think we'll probably be revisiting that concept in a future episode where we'll, we'll be going specifically on uh, vintage tin art because it is just that's such a amazing kind of uh, area to mine for some pretty, pretty epic and classic uh, designs. But, you know, the, the modern stuff is it's fine. It's fine. The tobacco is better than the tin art. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, all right. So first up, we got Navy Flake. Very good. All right. So what about second, man? Next up to bat is I'm going to go with a Cornell and Deal blend. Old Joe Krantz. And this one, the tin art, is it's just a plain brown, you know, that uh, John David calls it that biscuit style tin. Oh, yeah. You pop that su- sucker open. And man, it had, I enjoyed the smell of this one, too. This one's composed of dark and cube cut burley, red Virginia and Perique. The reason I like the smell of this is because I like that Perique and I could I'm I'm like a bloodhound and I could smell it. It's in you know, it's in there. That tin note is that fig, it's that dark fruit. It's just it's like, man, I could you know, I could smell this all day, you know, and which I do. <laughs> Part of the job. Like I said, it just has that very pleasing smell. And as you open up that tin, it's a ribbon cut, feels great, the moisture content on it is good. Easy to pack, easy to light, easy to keep lit. It's a very great tobacco. As you're smoking it, this one, you're going to get more of a toasty smoke. It's going to be nutty, but more on the hazelnut side of things. It's very woody and earthy. But also, you're going to get some of that, uh, because of that Red Virginia, you're going to get some of that grassy note. Like I said, because of the Perique, you're going to get some of that plum. It's going to be slightly peppery because of that. And this one... Is more on the heavier nicot side. So if you have an aversion to nicotine, you know, you can't, you know, some people have that issue. They don't want to hit those burleys. So, you know, take it easy on this one. In my opinion, it's a little bit on the darker side of burleys. And on that, as you get deeper and deeper into the bowl, that ending, it's going to be more like a dark roasted coffee and more like roasted peanuts. Yeah, man. So as you mentioned, you got that that big brown tin, uh, you know, the biscuit style tin, as you mentioned, John David's favorite way of describing it. And uh, yeah, there, there is something about cracking those open, especially when it smells delicious. Like you just you just start getting hungry almost. <laughs> so, yeah, with that, for some reason, with those style of tins, you know, you just get your finger on it and you just pop it open and it's just right there. Usually, you know, if it has a good uh, tin note, it's going to get you because it's just something about that 
cracking open that tin. And so, of course, the old Joe Krantz, they've got the uh, the variations out there. you got the red and the blue, but you're specifically talking about kind of the classic. Uh, they don't label it as kind of like the brown label. It just is the brown tin. So, uh, yes, it is the that. brown tin, yes. All right, good stuff. Okay, all right, man, number three, what you got? Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last one up to bat. This one is by our good friends at Cup of Joe's. It's their 25th anniversary blend, and it also comes in the biscuit-style tin, and it is it is actually done by Cornell and Deal. Jeremy Reeves blended this one up for them, and I have really been enjoying this one lately. It is a Virginia Burley and Black Cavendish. It comes in a cake form, so when you open it as well, it, it, it gets you with a very sweet, natural vanilla smell, maybe a little cinnamon in there, but it is a great, great-smelling tobacco. And one I just I picked up recently, I heard someone else talking about it on another podcast, uh, Beyond the Pipe, and I was like, let me go pick that up. And I was like, I was very surprised by it. It's a very good blend. It has their uh, their logo on it with the Yeti smoking a pipe. Well, the Sasquatch, he's smoking a pipe. Uh, and it's got the Adirondack <laughs> Mountains in the background and some pine trees, and you see the the Sasquatch hanging out in the back background on the other side of the tin, uh, kind of hiding in the trees. It's a very, very beautiful tin. And when you smoke this one, you do get that sweet vanilla, but it's not a, it's not a fake like medicinal vanilla. It's more of a natural, in my opinion. And the nuttiness is going to be more close to an almond or a pistachio. What's interesting about this blend, you're going to have a slight rye and bourbon kind of taste to it mm, um yeah but it's also earthy and woody and you got a, a slight centrus in there as well and as deeper you get into it it almost has a the qualities of like a red wine or a semi-sweet chocolate it's a nice creamy smoke definitely something i've been enjoying in the morning it's just a great blend and uh i think you should everyone should do themselves a favor go to cup of joe's pick up a tin of this 25th anniversary i'm not sure how long they're gonna have this get, get on it buy a tin or two they have great customer service and good friends of ours you know it's interesting i think about a burley blend and, and kind of like thinking through the complexities of the flavor profiles there i mean like one of the things that's great is despite having kind of a unique flavor all its own, Burley's also pretty good about getting out of the way and letting some of the other flavors kind of speak for themselves. It's, a, it's really a unique ingredient that, that you find, like I said, in, in most pipe tobaccos. But let me ask you this. Would you ever consider a Burley blend that's something that like punches you in the face with Burley? Because I can't think of anything like that. There, there are some out there that will just, you know, hit, hit you right in the face. You know, more Burley forward blends are out there. And like I said, it's just one of the like classic blends. You can have an American style Burley blend and that was done for a long time. And there were so many, there's so many out there that you could, I could have talked about, but these are just some of the three that I've been smoking recently and that I've really enjoyed. So if I left off your favorite, I'm sorry, but you know, this is, these are some of the three that I'm like, they really stick out to me. All right, man. So that, that anniversary series, obviously anytime we see anniversary on anything, it's a great celebration that we also know comes to an end at some point. So there is a chance that by the time this episode hits, that one might not be available. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take an audible. I think that's what you do when you do this and, uh, <laughs> and say, all right, if, if you got to throw one more in, if you had to throw one more in just in case, cause I know that listeners Man, they get so frustrated when they, they hear us talk about uh, pipe tobacco, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, but you can't really find it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, think one, I think one person wrote in once saying that uh, uh, John David was talking about, I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, he, as soon as he got to the part where he said, yeah, yeah it's, it's really hard to find, 
that he like threw his phone across the car. So we want to try to prevent some road rage here, just in case, just in case that anniversary blend is no longer available. What's one more burly that you might toss into the mix? One more in this top three category. One more that I would throw in is probably the the fan favorite of a lot of people out there is Haunted Bookshop. Great blend. There it is. Yes. Okay, I thought you were going to go there. Okay, yeah, good, that's good, the good. one yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. That's the one you have to pick because it's just it's just very popular, especially around the, around the, like the Halloween time. You you just kind of always mm-hmm. notice that more tins of that get sold just because of the haunted aspect of it. And it is a very, uh, I would say it's on that end of in your face, burly. It's on the darker side, but it's it's a fan favorite. A lot of people like it. A lot of people smoke that. And it's their daily smoke. I have to give it to that one. It's got this beautiful tin art on it as well. It comes in that biscuit style tin. It's something to behold. All right, man. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, I just wanted to put a little something extra in there that might be a little bit more readily available. And I figured Haunted Bookshop. I mean, like, I feel like we, if we didn't include that on a top three list, there, there was going to be rioting in the streets. And that is not what yeah. we want. <laughs> it's mad. No, we don't want to start any more wars. <laughs> this is very, very true. Well, hey, man, we've, uh, we want to, of course, well, there's one thing that uh, no matter what your favorite Burley blend, we know that you can always enjoy it in a cool, clean smoking pipe from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. You know, Quinn, do you, uh, you know, obviously y'all have got all kinds of uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes coming in, you know, left and right. Is there one that you kind of consider to be like a fan favorite at the Squire, like one that typically people go for? The Legend is probably the most like picked up one that I, I've noticed. That and the Country Gentleman are just fan favorites of the store, the Legend and the um, Country Gentleman. Yeah, man. Both quality pipes. Of course, the Country Gentleman is one of my favorites. Uh, but the legend is, is it, you know, they call it that legend for a reason, right? It is a legendary style as well. I have a few country gentlemen's in my own collection. And so uh, it is it is definitely one that I always pull for. And hey, if you've got a country gentleman or a legend pipe from Missouri Meerschaum, be sure to enjoy it this week. Take a picture of yourself doing so. Post it out on the social medias. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. Man, pipe question of the week. This is kind of a fun one. This was a leftover from our International Pipe Smoking Day episode. We, this was one that was going to be in that episode, but we had so many different like emails coming in from listeners that I thought, you know what, we'll we'll save this one. This actually comes in from the Spurgeon Piper and was originally intended for Steve. You you, you know Steve, right, Quinn? Oh, I know Steve. You're a friend of Steve. We have a working relationship. Oh, okay, all right, good. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, uh, this this is a this is a, a a pipe question that was written for Steve, but I think we we should uh, we should give it a try and answer this. Uh, I'm, I'm tossing it to you specifically, uh, and again, this is from the Spurgeon Piper. Said so Steve, or in this case, Quinn, J.F. Germain and Sons decided to give you a lifetime supply of one of their esoterica blends of your choice, but to receive it, you must agree not to smoke any other esoterica blend. What blend? Do you mm. pick? Regards, the Spurgeon Piper. Mm. All right, so this is kind of like a deal with the devil type situation that the Spurgeon Piper is is laying out here. You get a lifetime supply of one esoterica blend, but you cannot touch or smoke any of the rest of their blends. What do you choose, Quinn? Oh, this is a really hard one because they got they have some really good stuff. I'm probably going to have to go with Dorchester. Uh, just because it is a Virginia Perique, and I'm a fan of those. Uh, it's just a great smoke. It's got those golden Virginias and dark Virginias in there, uh, flu cured. So it's 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 good stuff. So I'm probably gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with that one. There you go. All right, you know, for me, I think I'm gonna go with Penzance. It's just a classic. 
And even though it was like not my favorite blend, <laughs> I kind of want a lifetime supply of it so I could just sell it online <laughs> and I know I can turn a profit <laughs> on it. Is that terrible? I, know. I was, I was, no, that's not, that's not, that's not uh, terrible. I was thinking the same thing with like Stonehaven or Peacehaven, you know, you could, Stone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could, uh, you could, you could do this thing. You could do with that pretty much with any of them, but you know, we're, we're ethical people around here. Uh, yeah, no, we're definitely ethical people. We're definitely ethical people. That's true. That's true. But I'm just saying, you know, if I had a lifetime supply of it, I, I wouldn't have to work anymore. I could just <laughs> I could smoke yeah. a little bit and put it all the rest up on eBay. Yeah, or you could just do, uh. You could just do drops every every two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a question for you, Ben. I'm going to uh, throw in another pipe question, maybe something a little bit more legitimate. You know, in your role for the uh, for Country Squire, uh, do you are you taking some of the pictures that go up on Instagram and such? Yeah, that's some of that's me. Uh, me and John David kind of share that uh, role together. But yeah, I've I've picked up a lot on um, if you interact with the Country Squire online. Nine times out of ten, you're probably interacting with me, you know, uh, just because you know we're bo- we're both busy. But you know, I I enjoy that aspect. So you know, John David's glad to have me because I I like responding to people. I like you know uh, helping people out when they have questions about the shop, or you know, I, we even get questions about the the podcast, you know, and I I redirect them. But uh, yeah, uh, that's that's me. All right, right on, man. Well, uh, so I'm I'm curious because obviously we talk a lot about uh, the YouTube pipe community, but man, I'm I'm curious from the IG standpoint because I know there are like there's a strong pipe community on on Instagram, and you know getting those pipe shots right. If if somebody's trying to like you know make some uh, inter, uh, some internet fame right in the IG world in the Instagram world, what do they need to do? Like, what are the best practices for like shooting your pipe? It's, I think the biggest thing is all about lighting. Make sure you have a favorable lighting on your pipe. A lot of it has to do also with like your presentation. A lot of people are really big into like having their tobacco spread out on their table, you know, and books in the background and a tin and or a nice bottle of, uh, you know, brown water in the background. So, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who take different approaches to it. Some people are the, you know, they got their pipe in their mouth, uh, selfie kind of thing going on. Or you got some people who just lay the pipe out on their hand with, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, everybody's got their different approach. But I think probably that biggest thing is, you know, whatever presentation you choose, it, you know, has to be, um, it has to be pleasing to the eye. But also that lighting, you want to make sure, you know, you get the details of that, uh, that pipe or that uh, tobacco you have laid out. Do you find that it's better when it's, you know, somebody's like got their face in there or is it better when it's like just the, just the pipe or does it, does it depend on your face? <laughs> I'm kind of torn on that because there are a lot of people who that's, that's their thing. They, they, uh, they take the, they take the selfies. They, uh, you know, very good selfie, <laughs> very good, better than I could do. You know, it's always good to see, uh, the face behind, uh, the pipe, the pipe smoker. In a way, because, uh, you know, if, if you're active on Instagram, you get to see their face, you get to hear their story, you get to see uh, a glimpse into their life. So it's always kind of good to see their face instead of just all the time, just pictures of, you know, just the pipe. You know, so sometimes it's good to see the face behind the pipe. Ah, the face behind the pipe. I like it, man. All right. Well, good deal. There's a couple of, uh, I, I thought I'd throw a little bit one of a, you know, not that, not that the pipe question to Steve was not legitimate uh, in terms of the, uh, the esoterica deal with the devil, but I did think uh, some practical advice from uh, someone who is out here in these uh, pipe Instagram streets would, uh, would be good. So thanks for that, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, if y'all got a pipe question of the week for the show, be sure to send it in. That is show at Country Squire Radio. 
BetMGM.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Quick fire with the squire. Jones. Ow! Okay, that wasn't that wasn't bad, but uh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, could, I I could not uh, invoke the spirit of John David right then. No, so. this, this is true. <laughs> this is true, man. No, no worries. All right, quick fire questions. This is this is fun. All right, here we go. Uh, this is kind of a again. This was something that we had kind of set aside for International Pipe Smoking Day, but that episode just ended up being kind of packed as is. So. Uh, you get you get to you get to I don't want to say get the leftovers. Think about this as like um do you like cold pizza? Yeah, I like cold pizza. Oh, it's okay if you don't, but if you do like cold pizza, then think of it as cold pizza. And if you don't like cold pizza, think of it as something that you do like uh after it's <laughs> no, been. I, I can I dig I dig cold pizza. I dig cold pizza. All right, sounds good. All right, man. These uh so this is how it works. All right. Um I think I'll kind of I'll pick it up as we go along. Here we go. Uh if you could have one pipe smoking wish that would instantly change the world, what would it be? No more tongue bite. Ooh, that's a good one. That would that's... save so many people. Oh, man. Okay, mine. mine's kind of controversial. Mine would be that instantly every single cigarette smoker would stop being a cigarette smoker and be a pipe smoker, and we could destroy Ooh. that entire segment. Of the... Ooh, that's, a, that's, that's a good one. That's like, that's like destroying the Death Star. It, well, you know, it's, it's great because it converts them to pipes, which is, you know, a, a healthier option. And it also destroys the cigarette uh, industry at the same time, which also destroys a negative stigma yeah. that is often associated with our our uh, our, our particular hobbies. So, I uh, yeah, I know that's going to be a controversial option. I know some of the tobacconists listening right now are, are like rolling in their their chairs right now. So I apologize, John David's not here to to, to hold me accountable. So, <laughs> send, yes, send, send your <laughs> angry letters to him. Uh, all right, next one. If you were having a big breakfast followed by second breakfast. What would that breakfast be? So this is kind of like a squire, like a mini squire select, if you will. So, so you're you're having you're going to be enjoying a, a bowl of second breakfast, of course, a wonderful, uh, delicious, and sweet pipe tobacco from the country squire. Uh, if you're going to be enjoying that, what is the breakfast that you would most like to have prior to smoking second breakfast? Oh uh, man, you know what? I'm probably going to do probably something maybe a little controversial. I'm going to go sweet on sweet, so I'm probably going to need something like. French toast or mm. uh, pancakes mm. with uh, like you know the butter and the syrup and all that you know like that's I'm gonna go that go that route. But usually when I have those things, I also have a, a helping of eggs and bacon on the side. So I got that savory, but I, I, I'm gonna go a little sweet tooth on here. I'm gonna need some like French toast with some like fruit on top of it, and you know uh, 
some fresh whipped cream, something like that. Man, I respect it. No, that makes total sense. I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that one. Okay, all right, fair enough. That's good. Uh, I I think. I hate to say it, but I think I think I'm kind of with you. I think every single time I smoke second breakfast, it always makes me think of a stack of pancakes, and so I'm I'm I am thinking like you know something hearty like that, and then maybe blueberry pancakes. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, man, I'm 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 feeling you on that one. The yeah, blueberry pancake. Mm. Yeah, honey strip of bacon. That's 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 kind of what I'm feeling as well. All right, next up, if you were having an evening cocktail followed by nightcap, what would that cocktail be? So now you got to pair a cocktail. Basically, a, you have to pair a breakfast with second breakfast, and you have to pair a nightcap with nightcap. This is a hard one. Can I? Man, there's this local restaurant we have here in Jackson. If you're ever to come visit the shop, I would recommend stopping here for dinner. Uh, the Manship. Oh, they make a yeah, 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 yeah. fantastic old fashioned. That's what I'm having with nightcap. Is I'm having one of theirs. They have a good, healthy amount of uh, orange. Uh, Orange zest in there. It's it's perfect. Uh, I would I would go with that one. Okay, that's that's good. Huh. Okay, this is uh I got I gotta I gotta I gotta think about this. Cause of course, you know, nightcap from uh from Peterson, excellent Virginia's Orientals. So the question is really like what when I think of like a cocktail, what do I want? Do I want to compete with Latakia or do I wanna enjoy it like like go alongside, right? Like mm-hmm. I yeah. In general though, man. You know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna actually go with. Uh, you know, we we just recently made Sazeracs on the show for a yeah. Squire Select episode. I think I might actually go with the Sazerac here, and not just because I always go with the Sazerac, but because mm-hmm. I do think that, like, you know, I, you know, I think John David uh, mentioned at the time when he was kind of making some pairings, he wanted to kind of go with kind of subtlety meets subtlety, get out of the way so that the cocktail can really shine out. I do think that you want a little something of a punch that go with with a cocktail, uh, you know, especially something that is kind of as complex as a Sazerac. And so, yeah, I think, I think nightcap has enough Latakia to, to, to be that kind of do a little, not necessarily do battle, but to make a statement. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the Sazerac with nightcap. That's what I'll do. That's a, that's a good, that's a good option. Yeah. That's uh that's, that's what, that's my option. That's my logic. All right. This is the final one. This is kind of the, the, the big one to bring us home. All right. Let's say that you were smoking meats in the smoker while smoking a whiskey glass to enjoy a cocktail with your favorite smoking pipe. What meat cocktail and pipe or rather pipe tobacco would that be? So to recap, you are smoking meats, you are smoking a whiskey glass and you are, you know, smoking pipe tobacco. Originally, this question was going to be like, would you rather do all of those things or, or, you know, chill out, dude. It's just international pipe gel. <laughs> just, just calm down. But, uh, but the question here is of those three, let's say you're going all out. You're doing, you're doing the big three. Uh, what's, what's the meat? What's the whiskey? What's the pipe tobacco, man? Hmm. I feel like we're in dangerous territory here. Cause this almost goes into the, uh, barbecue <laughs> well you know he's not here he's not here is he and it's, it's not it, it's not here he's it's not it's here. not it's not barbecue you can uh you can smoke anything if you smoke fish is that barbecue maybe kind of i don't know maybe, it doesn't yeah, matter that's not necessarily out. what this is it doesn't count since john david's not here it does not count so it's it, it works it was going to be my sneak attack though all right so for that man that's a hard one i think probably gonna do a brisket bullet rye and uh what was the third one so yeah meat whiskey and the pipe tobacco i think i'm gonna do something uh you know what we talked about it earlier i'm gonna smoke a burley while i'm doing it so i'm gonna pick one of the ones that i'm <laughs> that i picked i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do the cup of joes because it burley goes good with barbecue okay burley goes good with barbecue i like it i like it um man i'm gonna do some ribs 
Yeah, I'm going to do some mm-hmm. ribs. And I think with that, I'm going to pair it with some Buffalo Trace. And, oh, man, whew, I've been really enjoying some Sleepy Hollow right now. But I don't know that that's a really like great pairing. <laughs> so I'm probably going to go uh, with some Shepherd's Pie, actually. I bet that would be really good. Ooh, that would be good. I think it would go well with the Buffalo Trace. The funny thing is I, I chose Buffalo Trace kind of heading in the direction of uh, of uh, Sleepy Hollow just because of, you know, the, kind of the vanilla that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of present in both. But, you know, actually, all right, so hang on. I'm, tra- I'm changing everything. All right, so so ribs. All right, we got a ribs. I'm just sticking with the ribs. That's there. Instead of Buffalo Trace, though, I think I'm actually going to go with no, yeah. Let me stick with the Buffalo Trace. All right, no, no, that's 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 what I'm, <laughs> scratch that. <laughs> yeah, scratch it. I'm I'm gonna stick with the Buffalo Trace. I just think that makes the most sense. Uh, and then uh, yeah, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll get a little bit of Shepherd's Pie. Man, Shepherd's Pie enjoying a little bit of a uh, uh, some some light uh, some sunlight, right? Like a little uh, little little heyday. Yeah. No. Well, uh, outside of our Lord of the Rings blends, uh, Shepherd's Pie gets a lot of love. That and Cowboy Coffee both. You know, cowboy coffee would be a good one to to pair with uh, some ribs or brisket. I like it, man. I, I I don't even think I've had cowboy coffee yet. Is that new? No, that's been around for a while. I think that's a creation of uh, Liz First, who uh, worked for a long time at the Squire. Who oh, yeah. uh, the she blended a lot of different blends, but I think that that's one of hers. Well, right on, man. Well, awesome. Well, all right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know. Uh, you know, pulling you out of uh, out of the back office there and off the the sales floor can be a l- little tough with uh, everything that's going on. But always love kind of featuring the, uh, you know, the the up and coming talents, man. So you already mentioned that you've got Polar Express that's out now. Kind of encourage folks if you haven't tried it already, if you're kind of looking for that hot cocoa esque blend that's going to kind of help continue the warmth through some of the colder months that don't seem to go away. Hopefully, by the time this episode releases, those episodes will be gone, but hopefully, Polar Express will still be around. So, really, I uh, really appreciate you coming on, Quinn. Where can people kind of follow you and, and keep up with everything that you're doing? Yeah, so follow me on Instagram. Just look up the Magnolia Piper, especially like if you want to see some uh, like that behind the scenes stuff. Follow me, watch my stories. I'm always kind of sharing what I'm doing, whether it be blending or pressing stuff. It's kind of a way to get at the get the inside track sometimes uh, by following me because I'm the man behind the curtain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a, it's a good way to, you want to know what's really going on? Check the background of, uh, of Quinn's Instagram. That's that's <laughs> yeah. how you find out what's what's actually going on. So. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I want to encourage everybody to uh, be sure to follow the show. You can follow us at Squire Radio. You can keep up with John David at John David Cole. You can follow the, uh, the shop at underscore Country Squire. But all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, Quinn. Let's go have a day. All right. Let's have a day.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.